This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. This podcast is sponsored by FlashFilmAcademy.com. If you're into photography, filmmaking, or video production, FlashFilmAcademy.com is an online training platform designed to help you monetize your passion. There's a ton of information online to help you capture a better image, but there's only one place you need to go if your goal is to make a living doing what you love. Enroll today to get three free courses. FlashFilmAcademy.com. It's time to turn your passion into profit. Before we even get started with the podcast, I want to introduce something new to you. If you're tired of missing these live streams or missing videos, we have a new service where we can text you when we go live or launch a new video. All you got to do is text Flash Film to 74121. That's one word, Flash Film to 74121. All right, let's get started. Ah, let's get this show on the roll. What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? Today, we're going to talk about something simple. We're going to talk about the importance of redundancy. Because you need it. And a lot of people want to go into business. They want to start a business. They want to do this thing. But they don't want to talk about the importance of redundancy. So today, we're going to talk about that. First, we're going to roll graphics. And uh, yeah, we're going to do that. Let's do that. You're listening to Content and Cash, a Flash Film Academy podcast. If you want to learn how to take pretty pictures... This is not the place. But if you're ready to make a living by learning the business behind the camera, buckle up because it's time to turn passion into profit with your host, Ty Turner. What's going on, everybody? This is your first time on this channel. My name is Ty. I'm a former Army combat photographer, the owner of Flash Film Media, and your guy here at Flash Film Academy. And this channel is simply about teaching you how to turn your passion into profit, period, point blank, period. We want to show you how to get that bag, how to do more than just get better at taking images and video. You got to learn the business side so that it can all this gear you're buying can pay for itself. This channel was designed to help you do that. Today, we're going to talk about something that's extremely important if you decide to go into business. If you decide that you want to make this something you do for real, for real, you have to practice this thing called redundancy. And it's extremely important, extremely important. Real quick, before I get further along into it, let me say this. We're going to do we're going to switch to a newer, shorter format. So all my gold members, you got the link in the community so you can jump on and ask a question. Um, but we're going to kind of, we're going to do this. We're going to do it like that. So that way, uh, you know, we can, we can make it a little faster And those who are watching it. Cause people were saying, Hey man, it's, it's way too much. 
um, and my editor and everybody saying it's way too much. So if you got a question, um, I'm going to give you the ability to jump on, ask the question, and then we're going to keep it rolling. All right. So if you're in the green room, I can see you in a few seconds. We're going to open it up. And if you got a question, just raise your hand and we're going to pop you in and we're going to go for it. So let's talk about a few things. Let's talk about this redundancy thing. Also, let me say this before we move on. Our sponsor of the day, our sponsor of the day is us right now. Fourth of July sale. Things are on and popping. There you go. Don't say I didn't show you love every holiday. Tabby showing you love anyway. So let's talk about a few things. Let's talk about the idea of redundancy, because it's extremely important that we go into once we decide we want to do this as a pro. Once we decide we want to go get paid for this, once we decide we want to take money for this, once we decide to put a contract in place and get a non-refundable retainer or a deposit or something like that, once we make that decision, we have to hold up our part of the agreement, our part of the, the, the promise, our part of what we're offering to the client to do that, to make sure we provide that and the, and, and making sure that we offer the value of a company doing this over a person. Remember, that's a part of our, of our value. It's a part of why people choose to work with us. Cause we got uniforms, we got trucks, we got our name on stuff. We look like we offer a lot of reassurances, right? It's the same reason you may go to the dealership over going to Johnny that got one bay and he just fixing one car at a time. It's because you feel like if something happened to Johnny, you're jacked if you go that route. But if you go to the dealership, it may be three or four people working on it. That sells, that that's, that's value. It sells the idea of value to you as a client and reassurance. And hey, I'm cool. Everything's fine if this goes wrong. When companies, companies hire you to cover their event and you sprain your ankle and you're this big so-called company, they're going to expect somebody else to walk up and cover you and fix it and step right up and be a part of it. You need to make sure you have that covered. So we're going to talk about redundancy on multiple levels. The first area of redundancy, which is the easiest, is the camera. Right. People just want two memory cards, but rarely do a memory card go out. What happens if your camera go out? You can have six memory cards. It don't matter. You need to own two cameras per angle. Don't say I got two cameras and we're getting two different angles. It's not good enough. You need to own two cameras per camera angle. If you're in business with drones, you need to have two drones. And that's why I say be mindful when you got a lot of these YouTubers that sit here in business and they got six different cameras. You don't want that. That doesn't help you. That makes your job harder. You want cameras that at the bare minimum, they share the same color profile. What, what does that mean, Ty? It means you can have an A6500 and an A7S3 as long as you can match the colors easily. You want to both put them on picture profile um, you know, seven and have the ability to shoot two different angles or shoot and, and, and kind of pick up where the other one left off. And there's no crazy amount of change in color, or at least not a noticeable amount. If you don't have one of two cameras, you don't have one period. I talk about this in the course like crazy because that is the fastest way to get ran out of town when you have, um, you know, one camera, you're, you're shooting a wedding, something happens and your camera dies. And here you are running around with your cell phone because you can't redo that. And this is extremely important if you shoot any event based content, 
Anything that can't you can't stop and say pause and redo, you definitely want to have a second camera there. I'm not saying I got my wide angle, my close up. You still need another camera or two in your bag in case something dies. That should be day one. Once the, I make the decision to go into business, that needs to happen right after that. That needs to happen right after that. Um, you want to make sure that once you make the decision, you start to get the people telling you you need 4K. No, you know, you need two 1080p cameras before you need one 4K camera, period. If you're going into business, you need redundancy. Your uncle can own one screwdriver. The mechanic shop cannot. They have to have multiple just in case. Right. They usually have a bunch of tools just in case six different screwdrivers that almost do the same thing. You can't go into business with just one screwdriver. It's not happening. You can't have a restaurant with just one stove. You can't be a cleaners with just one washing machine. It's, it's not going to happen. If you walked into any of those places and they only had one, you probably wouldn't stay. Because if anything goes wrong, you will not only be out of that job, you will be out of business. They will run you out of town. You're talking about the worst review you can possibly get in life. You're talking about somebody who will spend their time to go above and beyond cussing you out and making sure everybody know how terrible your company is. Let your camera break in the middle of a wedding. You're going to damn near have to fight to get up out of there. So redundancy is everything. And there's multiple layers of it. Again, let's, we're starting with the camera because that should be day one. You, you thinking about what camera to get? You're saying I need to upgrade. You're, you're crazy about the A7S three. You want to get the new Canon, whatever you want to get the alpha one. If you can't afford two, you can't afford one. Get two. I used to have a bunch of a 6,500s. Could I afford the a seven R three or whatever is out at the time? Yes. But I knew that I was in business and I got multiple a 6,500s. That's multiple cages. That way, everything got the same battery. Everything takes the same cards. Everything worked with the same monitor. You don't want to have a Panasonic and a Blackmagic and something happen. And you got to remember all the settings and dials. You don't want to go through that. I like to get whatever I shoot with. I shoot with nothing but that for business. And I'll give you an example. Right now, my camera of choice is the A7S three. We have multiple A7S threes. And what we do is we create the settings in one and you can save those settings to an SD card, load it in multiple cameras and reload those same settings. So I know if I go to any of my cameras, all of my picture profiles, all of my quick menus, everything is the exact same with every camera. If John over there needs to pick up a camera or hand me one quick, he don't have to fumble with six different battery types trying to figure out what works and what don't. He knows that he can go directly to that one battery that's in my battery area, pop it in and we're good to go. There's nothing to figure out. You want to make it that simple, that easy. So I just have one camera type. Period. If anything, we may go from A7S3 to A7R, um, you know, three or something like that. But we're not going to go from Blackmagic to Sony to Canon. It's a no go. Choose a brand, choose a camera you like and stick with it. Buy the same camera twice or something very similar. You shouldn't have different camera mounts. You shouldn't have different camera batteries. 
you should have something very similar if you're going into business. So trust me, you do not want to lose a client because you have a camera go down in the middle of a shoot. If you, you may not think it's a big deal, but you may have a client that, yeah, they may be spending two, 3000 with you, but they may be spending another 20, 30, 50,000 in labor to make sure those people are there and paid for your event. And you can't capture it to you. It's like, what's the big deal? We can come back tomorrow. But to that business owner, who are paying people to sit around and do nothing so that they can get these headshots or do these interviews or whatever to them. It's way more expensive than you're thinking about. And I want to make sure you understand that before you blow off how important redundancy is. It is extremely important. It is extremely important. Rent another camera if you can't afford it. Uh, Mr. B had a great one pop up that says uh, when he first started off, he couldn't afford a second camera. I used to buy another one. We said, uh, I used to buy another one every wedding. And I did that and kept it sealed in the trunk just in the case. Yep. I will return it if things worked out. So he's saying he would buy it and return it and, and not even open it. Sometimes you got to do what you got to do. I totally understand that. I'm not supporting it, but I ain't mad at you. I'm not supporting it publicly, but I ain't mad at you. I get it. Um, you can also rent another camera. Have two cameras. Keep it close. Keep it ready to go. Load your settings on it. If your camera go down, and, and, I'm, and this is how it should be. If your camera goes down, your client should not even know. They should just think you're switching cameras just because. Your, your client should not even know. Um, so real quick, Calvin Ags, um, quick question about similar camera types. I have an A6500, my main camera right now. I really want to upgrade to an A7 um, something soon. Will I be able to keep the A6400 as a B cam? Yes, because the Sonys are similar. They have very similar picture profiles. This is the thing. You don't want the image to change. Right. If you're capturing audio on one, you better make sure your B camera captures audio very similarly. Right. If you because you may not have time to figure it out, you may need to get it, change the volume setting to three, plug it in the jack. Oh, we're ready, sir. Give me two minutes. Boom. You may not have 20 minutes to figure it out to go from how am I, man, my black magic take XLRs, my Panasonic don't. You may not have that luxury. It looks bad even if you make it through it and you don't want. Listen, I, I'm telling you this because I've been a, in a situation where I had to finish a shoot on my cell phone. That client never called me back. It wasn't even close. So I'm telling you this from experience. I, I want to make sure I, everything ain't been smooth sailing and perfect. I learned a lot messing up that helped me get things right. So I'm trying to help you prevent you from going down that path. Redundancy is everything. Redundancy is everything. So now we covered camera. You want a camera preferably that shoots two cards so you can record to both cards at the same time. That's another layer of redundancy. This also includes things that you will need to get the job done, right? Audio equipment, flashes, soft boxes. I've had a soft box or a C stand blow over and the whole flash shatter into pieces. What am I going to do? Am I going to continue with the shoot or am I going to pack up and say, all right, y'all, um, we're going to try this another day. Cause my wait till I save up and buy enough money to No, If you can't afford two of them, you can't afford one. Go with a lesser model 
if you're doing this for business, right, you got to think about the bit. You got to think about the client and not about all the cool features and crap you want. That's nice. But if 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 this thing goes down for whatever reason, natural causes, you know, a lady trip on it, a dude hit it, whatever. The, the guy you're working with got butterfingers, whatever you sneeze and drop it. I've seen it all. If for whatever reason this gear goes down, you're done. You're going to have a hard time getting business. It's that deep. And I want to make sure you are taking this serious because I've seen friends who went in the business. Not never. I never had a memory card go out on me or I spent extra to get the super memory card, the maximums, whatever. And I spent all this money so I can do this, that and the other. And they have one job, one wedding they couldn't complete because something crazy. They dropped their, they dropped a, you know, camera or something. They battery stopped working and they're done. Um, I got a question coming in on Instagram. Give me a, give me a second Instagram. We'll get to your questions in a few, but I want to make sure that this is you really, really nail this down. If you think about getting something new, if you got your eye on whatever, definitely go out and spend money on redundancy. If you want to get paid because all these contracts and all this stuff you're doing to cover yourself will completely backfire. If they get to court and say, your honor, he only had one camera when it broke everything. We didn't get the rest of our wedding pictures. We want our money back. Plus we want to recoup the damages. They'll come after you and they can because as a business, you should have redundancy. If it's a natural disaster, Hey, you know, there's nothing you can do about it. But if it's you not having redundancy and you have an LLC, you are a business. They're going to come after you as they should. Because if an, if an EMS come, come to save me and they're, and they, uh, you know, they're doing CPR on me and they're using the bottle so I can breathe and that bottle break and they don't got another one. I'm, my family should come after them. Period. If you go to a hospital and same thing, it's a malpractice suit almost. So you want to make sure that this is extremely important. Now, redundancy on equipment is important. Like I said, flashes, accessories, major accessories. You need to have in my van, we keep multiple tripods. We keep more light stands than we need. We keep more sandboxes than we need. We keep more audio equipment um, than we need. Sand, sandboxes, sandbags. We keep a ton of sandbags. We probably keep about 12. And you got to have sandbags. There's nothing to even talk about. We shouldn't even be discussing whether or not, why, whatever. Cable redundancy. Mr. B, you're absolutely right. XLR cables, SDI cables, audio cables, um, micro USB cables. Cable redundancy is extremely huge because you'll have a cable with a bad jack or some audio cable that's making static. It is huge. I've had, oh man, I can't tell you how much craziness I went through doing multi-cam shoots back when I was using a lot of black magic, um, decks to record and running SDI cables. And you're trying to run 200 feet cables. Somebody trip, walk, something happened. That cable goes out in a live performance. You can't figure it out. You got to run another one. You got to run another line to that camera guy and hope that we can keep the, 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 the feed on this wide camera. And you got to run another camera to the close up guy, run another cable to the close up guy and do it. Period. So redundancy on cable on audio is extremely huge. 
I keep a ton of batteries with me, right? I keep usually a 64 pack of double A's so that if I'm working with um, lav mics, I can just pop new ones in. I don't even check them. I, I never use batteries from a last shoot. Don't care how long the shoot was. I'm tossing it out and putting new batteries in it, period. So redundancy on, on, on things like that is extremely important. You got to make sure that you're covering yourself before you take this business path. And like I said, I talk a lot about this. Um, I talk a lot about this in the course and I'll put that up there so you can hear it or see it. But I, I got a whole section dedicated, but I want to make sure I came on here and, you know, I, I talk about it even more. So redundancy there is triple important um, redundancy in how you capture things. Right. Let's talk about audio. I am a shotgun microphone type of dude. When I say shotgun, I mean on the boom pole. I mean overhead hanging mic. I will also run a lav mic. I will also have a lav mic on them, a boom pole, and I will run a shotgun on top of my camera pointed at the subject if I am close enough. I always recapture multiple forms of audio. Preferably, I usually capture them into a place where I can control the input or the gain level separately. I don't want to capture everything at one level. So if they scream and peek on one thing is jacked up on everything. I'm usually capturing audio at two different levels. If it's three feeds, three different levels, S great, really good audio equipment will allow you to capture a mono signal into a stereo input and it'll automatically stagger the sound. So it'll automatically say, Hey, we're going to capture this at zero DB. And this one's at negative five for each channel. So you have six channels of audio for three inputs, four channels of audio for two inputs. That's how you should be capturing audio. You should be as an editor. You should have more than enough, more, more than enough uh, forms of audio or, or separate audio and to edit with just in case one pop, one click, one snap, one miss, you have another feed to pull it from. This happens a lot. If you work in the world of wireless audio, wireless audio is great. It is a beautiful invention, but it will never beat cables. However, people can run over a cable. So you want to capture it in many different places. Mr. B says pants redundancy. We keep extra uniforms in the van. We've had stuff happen and it'll be little stuff like paint or something spilling on somebody. People just, you know, we're in a situation where it's super hot and sweaty, whatever. We keep deodorant. We keep baby powder. We keep uh, lotion. We keep certain hand sanitizer. We keep degreaser. We keep things like that in the van. I have a whole full size spare tire. So I got my regular spare and I got a hole so I can get two flats at the same time, change out and still make a job. Well, Ty, why would you do that? Because I've had that happen. I've been on my way to a shoot. Something fell off a truck in front of me, hit my front two tires and I had two flats at the same time for a big shoot with the Dallas Cowboys. Luckily, I had two tires and we put them on and kept going. We'll figure it out later. So those are just redundancy will save your life. Do I want to lose a chance to shoot with the Dallas Cowboys because of something fell off a truck in front of me? No, because it was that shoot paid for that. Them tires It paid for that van and probably two other vans. If I decided to go out and pay and buy them, would it be worth losing that over a flat tire or two? No. So this is why I'm trying to make sure you want redundancy in every part of your business every part of your business. Um, 
you know, redundancy in capturing audio and capturing video. I like to use my Atomist recorder, really not because I want to record in raw. I can care less because I, you know, most of the stuff I record don't need it. I just want multiple forms of footage. So I'm usually capturing 4K on the camera. It has a 1080p version, which is a proxy. And then I'm usually capturing it on my Atomist recorder as well. This gives me three methods of recording, even though they're all coming from the same source, just in case something happens to a file. I've, for some reason, pulled a video file off a card, off a camera, and it didn't record video or just recorded audio. Thank God I had it run into my Atomist recorder that recorded the actual video. What was crazy was the audio was great. I can sync it all, but I ended up just using my Atomist um, as, as the footage. These are things that happen in real life. I don't want you to you listen to these YouTubers that that's telling you about business and they're not telling you about the dirty stuff. This is the dirty stuff you got to know about. If you want to do this for a living, buy cheaper gear that you can buy two of three of it's way more valuable to you as a business than having that one expensive camera. Don't do it. Don't shoot an AK shooting 4k twice. Don't shoot in 4k. If you can't afford it, shoot in 1080p four times. Just make sure you cover your butt. There's other methods of redundancy. Let's talk about a few other things. Whenever I bring second shooters, I always have a backup shooter. I always have a backup shooter to the second shooter because I've literally had second shooters. So when I was newer and I didn't have a staff, I literally had second shooters that bailed on me the day before or hours before the shoot. It's not going to happen. I always keep an ace in the hole. I have another shooter on standby that I usually give the thumbs up that I'm okay once I arrive on shoot. Not only do I have backups for second shooters, I have backups for myself. I have really good friends that either used to work for me that now have a production company. And this is why you want to, when people work with you, you, you don't want to be afraid of people going off doing their own thing because them going off doing their own thing can help you. I have a good friend of mine and we cover each other on shifts. Hey, I got to shoot on Tuesday from eight to five. I just want to let you know, because we have an understanding that if anything happened, I may need you to cover for me. Now, this friendship is based off trust. It's not based off, I don't feel like working today, let me call Ty. No, we have families, we have things that can come up, emergencies that can happen that may prevent us from going to the shoot. We can't, We. this is not a, hey, um, you know, I don't feel like doing it or my kid got practice that I'm just learning about, I need you to go shoot it. No, this is a dire emergency. I'm taking such and such to the emergency room. I need you to cover it. So we'll have an understanding like that. Do I pay him? Do he pay me? If we go do the shoot? Yes, but we both have businesses and we are each other's insurance. Develop that relationship with someone that's close to you. Mr. B says, do you ever pay um, a backup second shooter? Either way, I may give them a few dollars. I may give them $50 and say, hey, man, this is just hold this just, just to be the second shooter. That means you get second shooters that 95% of the time don't have to go out and they make $50 that needs to be factored into the cost of a second shooter. For instance, you may charge your client $500 for a second shooter. The cost to you may be 300. What the second shooter will get is 250. What the, what the standby guy will get is 50. 
That should be factored every time you add a second person to your shoot. So keep that in mind. Redundancy is huge. Redundancy is huge. Would you pay somebody for maybe if they are available? Yes, I will pay somebody for maybe not everything, just a little bit. And you got to build that into your cost. Remember, paying somebody for maybe ain't costing you nothing. It's costing the client, but the client is paying for the, the value of redundancy. So make sure that you are you're, you're looking at your business and looking at weak points, failure points so that you can strengthen them. You can make sure they are there because it only take one failed shoot for you to get run out of town. You don't want somebody on your leaving because trust me. Not missing, you know, having a job go bad in the middle of it, having gear go bad and you got to sit there. I'm sorry. I'm really sorry about I'm really sorry. I'm really sorry. That stuff right there will make it will drive clients crazy because they're there. They're ready. They did their part and they will go out of their way to leave as many bad reviews as possible. Make sure you got it. Make sure you understand it. Um, and make sure that you are looking for areas in your business that are the weak points so that you can add some support. Let me make sure I put this back on the screen. My, my Instagrammer is asking. There you go. Um, so redundancy in every way possible. Start with your gear. Then go to accessories. Don't be a, don't be a photographer on the scene with one flash, one battery. You, you one mistake away from being done. Gear, accessories. Transportation is a big deal. If you got a company van, if you if you're driving your car, you may want to just make sure your spare tire is there. Make sure you got some jumper cables, the simple things. Then you want to go to make sure your second shooter, your personnel, you have redundancy there, too. And then you want to have redundancy for yourself. Make sure somebody can cover the shoot. They have the address. They have the information to cover it. Hey, I got to I'm doing headshots. Here's the work order. This is where it's at. These are this is what we're covering. You know, this is the example of what they want. Remember, I tell you to write up your systems and processes. So the person covering you understand, hey, I need a gray backdrop. Hey, I need this. Hey, I need that. Even if they got to come get it from you or whatever, they understand how to step right in and do what you got to do. This is the importance of having a niche and offering products to that niche because your products are redundant. You're doing the same shoots over and over again. And if somebody needs to step in, they know exactly how to step in, where to step in, what to do. That is why if you've ever been in the military, right, they have a system on how to do everything. I was a medic for a short time. They have a system on how they pack their bags so that if another medic need to come over and save your life, they know where things are. They don't have to say, where's your, I don't know where your scissors, I need your tourniquet, I can't. They're not figuring it out. They can go in your bag and know that in panel three, zipper two, my tape is there. In panel four, zipper one is my tourniquet. I know where to get everything. I can do it with my eyes closed. It's like that for a reason so that the next person can step up and do what they have to do in enough time to save your life or somebody else's life. It's like that with everything, with with Humvee repairs, with artillery. It's like that with everything. And you need to instill that in your business and teach those who work with you how to walk into something that you do all the time and take over right where you left off. It will make your life, your job, your world easier. That's right. It'll make your it'll make everything easier. 
Another another military photographer. That's what's up. Got to got to show the love. I actually went to uh, AIT with her. She cool people. So you want to make sure you got backups for your backups. That's right. You want to make sure you CYA cover your you know what. Don't don't tell me you in business, fam, and you ain't got this together. Don't don't look me in my face and say I'm doing this for a living. I'm getting customers and clients and you are just one mistake away. You are one bad memory card, one short circuited battery, one drop away from being out of business. You do not want to be that close to being on the streets. You do not want to be that close to not feeding your family. You do not want to be that close to being in a situation where your reputation is tarnished. You, I, you don't want that. You don't want that to happen. Can you imagine being on a shoot with a Walmart with a big company and that happens a Verizon, a Samsung, and that happens a Tesla, a Apple, and they got to stop complete production simply because your camera won't cut on because your shutter is stuck closed because you, you got to have a mandatory firmware update on your drone and DJI won't let you take off. Can you imagine being there? Don't let that happen to you. Practice redundancy. Look at your business. Look at the faulty points. Look at where things can fail and go from there. All right. I hope you're writing it down. I hope you're paying attention. That's a, that's a million dollar gym for two easy payments of free 99. You got that. If you are in business and you're looking to go in business, this is day one, page two of the workbook stuff. A lot of, a lot of you guys are out here winging it and that's not where you want to be. Um, all right, we got gold members in the, in the green room. So whenever anybody have a question, just raise your hand. I'm going to pop you on and we're going to go for it. We're going to try to get it quick, fast and in a hurry um, just so people can jump on and ask questions about redundancy and ways they're, they're looking to to provide redundancy to their business. It should be something that is extremely, uh, you know, it, it should be built into a part of your systems and processes. Right. When you get footage home, you need to be putting it on two separate hard drives. Um, you need to put, be putting it in two separate places. I like to use online um, like G drives and stuff to back up my data. I don't like to have it just in my house. Anything can happen. You can get robbed. You can get short circuited. You can get flooded, tornado. Anything could happen. And if you're working with a client, everything is gone. But a client can understand if your house get blown away. You know, your house exploded. Hey, we're down for a minute. Our facilities exploded, but we had your information backed up online. Give us some time. We'll get it out to you. There'll be more. They can understand that way more than someone who did not have nothing. They're, they're more understanding. than if you don't have nothing, you just like, look, fam, uh, you know, please feel sorry for me because my house caught on fire. Yeah, um, we don't care about your $200,000 house. We just had a $3 million event that you covered that we need footage of. So I'm sorry you lost $200,000 in your little house, um, but I'm sure you have insurance. However, there's no way for us to get those 12 speakers back in the same place at the same time for free to cover what they said. So we're going to still need that footage or we're going to need um, the money back and some more money to help us rethrow this event again. You don't want to you don't want that problem. It gets that serious. So at the same time, you're putting yourself out there as this big bag, super company that does this great thing that show value and you're worth, you know, this 50, 40, 20 thousand dollar check that you're asking for. And you got it. But you got to you got to hold up to your part of the deal. 
And to hold up to that part of the deal requires you to have redundancy and require you to provide that level of customer service uh, to your client and that level of insurance to your client. Trust me, you don't want to be in that situation. You don't want to be in that situation. Um, so guys in the green room, whenever y'all got a question, go ahead and just raise that hand or wave at the camera. I'll get you in as soon as you're ready. Um, but in the meantime, let's talk more about other things in the, in the post. I'm going to ask you guys who has had some stories where, you know, they've had an issue who've had some stories where, um, you know, not being, not covering a, butt cost them. I love to see, uh, I love to see some of your things, some of your, uh, past situations. Cause I know I've learned firsthand the importance of redundancy question coming up we got tim what's going on jump in this thing yeah no worries i just wanted to talk a little bit on uh redundancies and i know one of the things that i think sometimes people forget is making sure you have redundancy on a payment processor i don't know how many businesses i've gone to um even whenever i worked in a big corporate uh job having redundancies on how you can actually get payment from a client is huge because right like some payment providers if you're just using paypal what happens if your paypal account gets flagged and you can't take payments or you're using stripe or square or any of those i think that that's um a really really big thing that's why i laugh um even in some retail places they still have the old 80s credit card Swiper. processors in the event that hey if all of our system goes down we're still going to run your card you know like it's 1980 but they're still going to take um your payment for sure so i've actually i was in um lowe's probably about three weeks ago um and i was buying some stuff and the power went out for some random reason and i it was right as i was at the register and they was like generators on they were getting systems back up, but they were going back to the old method of uh, of swiping cards to, uh, you know, swiping cards to, to go back, you know, old school just to make sure the payment and everything was there in tangible form. So, yeah, that's extremely important. If you're using Square, make sure you got Stripe, make sure you got PayPal, make sure you got multiple ways um, to accept payment. Appreciate that. Hold on one second. Let me got let me see if we can get uh, I got some hands up so we can get some more people in. Trying out the new method. Hold on one second. All right. Yeah. And one of the things also, um, you can have a hiccup. You can have, you know, you get scammers, right? You get scammers that approach you and they want to use a credit card. They want to do this, that, and the other. And you may not know that they're a scammer until stuff get locked up, right? You have an account on freeze. You have an account on hold. You don't want to bring other money in through that avenue, through that. You may want to go over here and say, all right, until fit PayPal figure that out. They got this stuff on freeze. We need to switch over to here and do this. It has happened. I've been there and done it. And in the beginning, sometimes you don't you don't realize that sometimes you're getting scammers. You're getting people who want to, hey, uh, you know, we uh we got a venue and you guys you guys accept credit card. You know, hey, how about I just pay you guys an extra thousand and you just give the venue the thousand dollars for us and blah blah blah. Or you know, you give them five hundred, you keep five hundred for your time and you not knowing new to business, you may fall for that scam. So you want to not fall for that scam, but you know, these scam artists are getting really good at it. They're getting really good at different things that they do. Um, and you don't want to get caught up in something and it may cause your account to freeze. 
I even have a redundant website. I can point my domain somewhere else to a second website. That's exactly like my first one that we keep up to date, um, you know, and we make changes on both just in case we have an issue. I've told you I've had the situation using WordPress where my site got hacked and it looked normal until you clicked it and then you clicked it again and it took you to sell you some shoes or to like an adult site. It was bad. It was it was the worst thing ever. And from that, I started redundancy everywhere. Every business, you know, has backup plans for backup plans. Um, so, you know, you want to make sure that this is something that you're that you're thinking about your mind. That this is these are things that people are like. These are things that I, that we talk about in the course and people are like, well, what could possibly be in the course? Understanding this, how to do it, where to do it, where to find people, why to do it, things like that. So let me go to some of the guys in the green room just to ask, um, you know, about redundancy. I'm sure Jim got a story from you. I know Jim, Jim been doing it for a minute. We're going to bring Jim on. Jim, what's going on, brother? I, I got no audio from you. There we go. There we go. There we go. You got any redundancy oh, stories man. for me? I know you got some for 20 years in the business. We, we've been, we've gotten close. We've never, we've never fallen on our face completely. Backstage, we may have been slipping around like a Looney Tune, <laughs> but <laughs> we, we've gotten real, we've been blessed. We got really lucky on a few occasions. That's what really got us into the redundancy. And I hear all about the, I mean, we put a shotgun mic up over the, speaker we've got them we've got a wireless lav on them each one of the cameras have a mic on them i mean we are there's no way we're going to lose the audio that's where we came so close on so many occasions i've had cables go connectors go just the littlest a cable that was working perfectly fine before we press record we recorded with it all day we go to lunch and come back and i was just stuff and like nobody that. touched it. Nobody touched it. <laughs> it just happened. Man, I've had just the craziest stuff. And I'm like, let me go to the van or let me, you know, let me. Yeah, it's just been crazy. We're going to let me see. Let me go to Eric and Eric, Eric and Erica. They're, they've been their redundancy is so great. They got the same name twice. So we're going to go to them real quick. Hey, what's, what, up? what's going on? This is the this is the definition of redundancy right here. Yeah. I just want to say that. It, the same, the same name, kind of, I guess. Yeah. Eric and Erica, they was like, we got to make sure that if you, you know, we got to make sure we got double. How y'all been doing? We've been doing good. Yeah. How have you been? I've been good. I've been good. You know, just, you know, just working hard, just working hard. Have you guys had any experience or any time where you like, man, good, good. I want to stay on the good side or the bad side of redundancy. Yeah. I mean, well, so we have the bad side of it. We were doing a, a comedy shoot one day and it's a live event and like uh it's a lot of pressure on those kinds mm-hmm. of days and uh we uh we were doing kind of you're talking about wireless so we're doing wireless video feed and uh you know so the guy who had it he didn't want to go with kind of like the industry like what the industry uses like a terra deck or something like that mm-hmm. we ended up using something because it was cheaper and uh yeah so we were having problems where during the you know, during the live event, sometimes the feed would come, would just cut out for whatever reason. Mm. And so, uh, yeah, we had no way of fixing it. And so it did make it a lot harder for us to be able to see kind of like out of the director's booth, like 
what was going on during the shoot and stuff like that. But it, that was a lesson learned. So that was an L that we took. But like kind of like what you say, you know, you, there's lessons and failures. So we, we learned our lesson. And, you know, now we're trying to look into making sure that when we get things, you get things that you know are going to work or, or you have, a like you said, a plan B or something. Yeah, wireless is tricky, man. Only because in today's day and age, people are walking around with multiple wireless devices. So you you never know what can interfere. Um, I know back in the day when we were filming the Nextails, I don't know if you remember anybody had a Nextail, but if you hold it close to a device, it'll make that. Like if somebody's getting a call or a message, you can be listening to audio like, what is that? And it'll just interfere. Yeah. I don't know if nobody remember that back in the day. If you've been if they've been shooting that long, but the next tails, I don't know what it was about their their wireless signal, but if you anybody in a room had a next tail, it would mess up. Even if it was a wired connection, like if you got close <laughs> enough, it would just be like what is like who got a next tail? Like cut it off or like leave the room or it was bad back in the day. We uh we had a similar situation to that um we were doing a podcast recording, mm-hmm. and uh, for whatever reason, the, the recording, the Zoom device that we were using to record, we, we put our cell phone on top of it, and for the whole recording, it made a, uh, a terrible, terrible noise. And uh, yeah, it was it was not a pretty day to have to go and tell our client that, yeah. you know, all, all that is uh, unusable. <laughs> wow. Yeah. I, I, I had an issue like that where... Um... I was recording through the the new uh, road, the the, lap, the small ones, and yeah. I learned that if you charge it while recording, you could get feedback. So, uh. and it could be it could have been just how I was trying to charge it. I don't know, but for some reason, I was like, man, I had to just let it run till it till it died. Um, but you know, it's it was it was an issue. But some people say they don't have that issue. I definitely had that issue. So. I don't know. I got to yeah. figure it out, but I don't, I, well, I don't have to figure it out. I just don't take it to events that, that are longer <laughs> than I, you know, an hour. Um, I use regular live mics that I can just pop batteries in and pop batteries out. So yeah. that's just, you know, I usually do that, but yeah. Um, let me see. We got, we got one other person popping up. Let me, let me see. I got t- uh, two other people, people popping up. They want to talk about it. So give me a second. Let me stand by Eric, Eric and Erica. Or y'all got it in order this week, Erica yeah. and Eric. Yeah, I we like fixed that. it this okay. time. <laughs> okay, okay. We're going to go to Robert real quick. Stand by. What's going on? All right. What's happening? Nothing much, um, man, you know. <laughs> yeah, man. Um, so, yeah, my, my my bane has been, in the past, has been memory cards. Like, mm-hmm. I have I have lost shoots uh, just from not, not uploading the memory card and then going in later and then... Uh, reshooting over the memory card so losing a shoot by shooting over memory card so yeah that's that's been my my biggest thing um and so i've started getting a new memory card for every single shoot i do wow. so just build that into the price do a, mem- a new a fresh memory card that way it's, it's just for me personally i don't know if it's it's uh overkill but for me personally so i don't reshoot over cards buy a new card keep that for the suit shoot until that shoots processed and then i can maybe reuse it next time but yeah that's you, that's been my thing so do you keep like just do, do you keep like 20 memory cards or do you actually no matter I what just, i'm buying a new one i'm just stashing it when i'm done yeah i just keep them somewhere else just i just have another one and i know that this is a shoot so i could keep a shoot on a memory card for a period of time and then you know i know if something happens on my hard drive something happens somewhere else 
I can go back to the memory card is still there. So yeah, doing that is, has been helpful. For me, I'm using the A7S3 and them SD cards are not cheap, bro. Like they're SD cards, but to get like a 256 yeah. gig, you're spending like two something. Like you're getting, you're spending a lot. It's not like a regular. I do more photo than anything. So it's okay. not as intense. So I don't need, you know, 256 for every card that I get. So a 32 gig or a 64 is usually, you know, 20, 30 bucks. Those things are fine. So, yeah. So they make a device. I forgot who makes it the name of it. Have you seen a device where you can offload the card on site and it goes directly to a hard drive? It verifies the file and tell you, yes, we have it. And then you can put the card back in. No, I've okay. not heard of so this there, device. I got to look who look up who makes it. I'm sure somebody know can pop it. But all you do is you can literally take your card out. You pop it in. It'll start copying right there. It'll give you like a green light or a thumbs up. It verifies everything. And it'll be like, this card is good to go. And you can pop it in, reformat it, and keep going. And it's like a solid-state drive. It's built with, like, cushion and all Ooh. of that. So you can do it right there on, on location. I need to do this. And you can get, like, <laughs> multiple of them and just say, all right, card here, card there. I got it in two places. You know, it's it's really, really good. They usually go for about four or 500 bucks. I'm sure they're a lot cheaper now. But um, mm-hmm. I got to look at who makes it. It's It's one of the hard drive companies that make it. But it makes it... That's not, is that the name of it? Uh, Mr. B posted. It's it's a really good, um, you know, really good device. G Drive has yeah, one. Yeah, and, and it's portable. It has batteries. Um, it's it's mm-hmm. it's pretty dope. So if you're going through that, you may want to look into that. It may save you from uh, from buying a car. I think uh, it may save you from buying a car. I got two people that, that got questions. Do you, in my green room, put up one finger if you have a comment about that product. Okay, let me bring them on so they can talk about it real quick. Go for it. Anybody, whoever wants to go, go for first, it. Tim. Okay, I was just going to say, I believe Western Digital also has one. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And with theirs, though, they also offer one that has Wi-Fi. So you can actually hook your phone up to it. And if you need to send out social media photos or any of that stuff, you can do that. You can nice. connect to it. You can also use it as a mini Plex server. So if you love taking movies with you, you could do that. But yeah, I believe you can put the SD cards in them, offload them, do all that kind of stuff. I actually seen that because it up it backs it up online as well. So once you plug your card in it, it gets the information off. It'll go to the cloud, and it's yeah, it's waterproof, and it'll go to the cloud as well. Jim, do you do you currently use something like that, or you were saying something about that? No, not really. I mean, we're doing it old school style because ours record to terabyte hard drives, solid state drives. So um, we set our cameras up. So if one frame gets skipped, it just stops and notifies us. So if 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 it misses a frame, the camera pauses. And when we're done, I mean, once we're done, we just plug it into the laptop on site and it just takes two seconds. Just, okay, looks like everything's good. So, well, that that's what we've done, I guess. And what the, the beautiful part is, is the solid state drive. It, they're fast. You drop it. You don't have to worry about it just falling apart like a hard drive. So, just and kinda... they've actually they're relatively cheap. To, we use Samsungs. Um, yeah, those little ones, the T fives or whatever. Yep, exactly. Yeah, I have to find. I appreciate that you guys jumping on with with that. Give me one second. But I, I'll have to find what what tool. I have to find what the name of it's called. A, some it's different companies that make them. 
I know some people, some people are saying it, they call them passports, but they're built, they're designed, because I usually carry a hard drive with me, but these are designed for SD cards to pop on, take the information off, it'll tell you that it's copy, it'll verify the file, it'll back it up online while you're still on shooting, or on location shooting. So it, it's, you know, it's everything. Um, and they're, they're, they're designed to have a certain amount of uh, space, so you can just back up a card and just, you know, you can get a two terabyte version and just back it up and just set it somewhere until you need it again. So um, you want, may want to keep that in mind, just maybe to save for the price of eight or nine SD cards. Um, you know, right. it'll also automatically back it up online. Um, so that's something you may want to think about. That's what's up. Yeah. Appreciate it, man. Any other? Any, I, and you know, it's weird. You say SD card, knock on wood. I've SD card has been the, the least of my problems. It's usually a camera issue. Um, hmm. It's usually something like that. I've never, I've, I've, not since the military when we were, you know, we were using five D Mark twos and banging them around. Have I had a problem? Um, you know, everywhere. I haven't really had an SD problem. So. Um, somebody says storm back up. I wish I can back up the storm. Yeah, I got the generator with the uh, satellite internet connection ready in case the storm, but it's cloudy. So what can I do? So, um, it, yeah, something you definitely want to look into, but SD cards is scary, bro. What kind of camera are you using with it? I use a 5D Mark IV. Okay. I hear a lot of, yeah. a lot of my friends that were shooting older Nikons back in the day, um, was having a lot of issues with SD cards and, and all of that stuff. Hmm. Yeah. yeah, it's just me. It's me being, you know, being being absent-minded more than anything. So it's just a process thing for me. So yeah, my my biggest issue was going to a shoot and I left my SD cards at home, and then mm. I I had to go to Best Buy and buy some to use for the shoot. I have, I, I've done that before. I had to. Uh, I, I went to a shoot and had to have my wife go to you know the local Rite Aid or whatever find a find a card. We was in the middle of a park somewhere that was far away from anything. So. Yeah. Yeah, that wasn't fun. It was a it was a child too, so it was like this kid was not. It was into, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I've had that happen with a lens once. I had left my fifty millimeter. I had to go to Best Buy and get like a, a fantastic plastic and be like, "Yo, swipe it." I got to use it for the shoot, and you know whatever happens happens. But I've been there and done it. I, I, I actually <laughs> that's the worst. I, I actually got a place and left all of my lenses because I, I I got a separate case of lenses. I left that case. I had all camera bodies, and I was like. I was like, wow, Oops. so uh, Best Buy, let me put this on that card, put that on that card. I'm going to shoot this whole thing with a 50. It's going to happen. But I made it through the shoot. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell you real quick. I tell a story about having a contract for the headshots where when I got there, you know, I, I, the lady had three outfits. But what I didn't get is that she wanted like six wigs per outfit. It was that shoot. That was the shoot I went. So I, <laughs> on the contract, for those who never heard this story real quick. Um, and this is why your contract got to be solid. I give you three clo three outfit changes. She paid for three outfit changes. However, I didn't know that she was going to have eight wigs per outfit. So I ended up shooting wow. way more than I wanted to shoot. But my contract didn't state you couldn't change a wig. So literally, oh. she went from Tina Turner to Diana Ross back to Dolly Parton and per outfit. And then she did glasses How did on, that glasses off. I was heated. Oh, my God. How did that work out for, like, final images? Like, did you... I mean, is that how you structure it off of off of off of how the shoot it goes and not the final images? So I get you get to choose the same amount of final images, but I still got to deliver, 
you yeah, know, you still stand there. Yeah, eight times more pictures and take it, and it's another. You know what I'm saying? Like, I still, I'm still jacked up because I in my contract stated <laughs> outfit. So, I mean, what's that out? You know, oh. you get an outfit, you add an accessory to it. Is it still the same outfit? I don't know, ladies. Ladies, chime in on that. If you got an outfit and you add an accessory to it, like a scarf, is it still the same outfit? Uh, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's the that's the thing. Like customers will do that too. Like they'll try and find that fine print and then just you know run with it. Like they're they're like, oh yeah, you said outfits, but you didn't. You didn't say wigs and glasses. That. So I literally, oh uh, yeah, I literally, literally went through that. So yeah, we got we got uh we got frozen and got a question frozen Tim and Marco. So let me get to them and I appreciate it. Stand by, okay. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Let me see. Hold up. Go for Yo, it, bro. Good with you, man. What's going on, bro? Not much, not much. So, can you go over what you were saying about? You said if you have a a shooter and he calls out sick or he cancels the day of the shoot, you said you had another shooter on standby. You said you, you were paying fifty dollars. Say that again. Yeah, yeah. It's 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 a it's a old mob mentality. You always want to keep an extra shooter for the shooter. You know what I'm saying? Something may go wrong with the shooter, and you may need to call in the shooter for the shooter. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. <laughs> so what I would do is whenever I would calculate my day rate to pay somebody, I would always calculate in a little bit extra for a standby guy. Um, and it's usually $25, $50 for a standby guy. Now, the, the, it, sometimes you can get a standby guy for free because if the person don't show up, they're going to get the day rate. They're okay with that. They're like, I ain't got nothing, you know, I ain't got nothing up Saturday. As long as I know, you know, by 12, you know, not to be crazy far away from wherever or if I'm out just to keep my flash on media shirt with me or if I got one in a van just to stand by. So what I started doing is having a standby guy. I give him twenty five or fifty dollars and he would just be available up until a certain amount, a certain time. Mm. Now, I've had situations happen where I've had a person show up for a shoot and just wasn't feeling it. They were sick. Um, especially like that, that, that really started to take off big time shooting through COVID, right? Because if you show up and bro, you got a symptom, I got to send you home. If you got, you know, a fever or something, I got to send you home. Um, because I got to protect the staff of the business and my staff and myself. So, you know, we may have to pull somebody else to come and do it. And you need somebody that is, you know, that's there in that situation. I would split the day rate and literally, you know, look at the time they were here and divide it up. Um, but I've had that happen and you got to protect yourself um, and you got to have somebody that's available to, um, you know, to be a part of it, to, to kind of, you know, just have a heads up. So even if you have a, a three man crew, so it's you and two other people, you'll still have somebody that's yep. on standby. Yeah, if okay. it depends. Right. So if if it's the type of it's a let's say if it's a three shoot, a three camera shoot, right. I definitely got somebody on standby. If it's a two camera shoot and I got three men, maybe somebody doing audio. It depends what the job is of the third person. If they, mo- I'm gonna tell you honestly, most times, nine times out of ten, yes, I always got a guy on standby. Nine times out of ten, um, rarely would I do it unless I feel like it's something really simple, and we and we're overstaffed. But the client is paying for us to be overstaffed. I have to really feel like you know it's a four hour interview shoot. They want six guys on the floor. I'm cool at that point. But if we're doing a, a three a three camera shoot and we got four people and we got a person on the camera and then I'm probably running switchboard or something in audio, yeah, we definitely we're definitely doing that. Usually usually anytime I have a job that has 
a certain amount of camera shoots, we always have one to two people more on staff period just to run cable just to make sure things are fine so if i got a three-man shoot with a switcher it's four of us i always got five guys i always make the client hire five guys and i keep a separate one because we always got a guy just in case we may need somebody to if we're shooting an event that's eight hours or whatever we may need to relieve somebody on the bathroom break we may need to do whatever anything could happen i may if i got a bad cable and his signals going in and out i may need somebody to run that cable i can't have that guy get off his camera um you know to run his cable it, anything like that so it, we always have more staff than we need and standby guys i never want to take a skeleton crew to do anything big and the bigger the project the more the client's paying the more staff i want to bring just to make sure stuff go right so so there's times where you have someone that's not doing nothing. You just like he was kind of just running errands. I'm not gonna say they're not doing nothing. Um, their job may be to simply keep people out of the way. Their job may simply be to prep the next person. There's always something to do. They may not have a significant role on the camera, worrying about focus and composition and things like that. But they but will have a role. Same, he'll get the same day rate though, the same videographer day rate. Correct. Okay, if, and that's. There's been times we've brought in people to just be assistants. That rate may be different, but I usually keep four shooters. I want somebody that can pick up right where they left off. So it's military mentality. Everybody's taught to be a a, a rifleman. Everybody's taught to go to war. You may have a specialty with it, but if something happened, they need to be able to pick up the rifle and keep shooting. I don't want to get somebody who's never touched a weapon to have to pick up that rifle and keep shooting. So everybody with us is usually shooters. Plus, I'm going to tell you another thing. Um, they usually, like like people who shoot video or photography, they're, they're paying attention to certain things, and they spot things that the average person may not see. Hey, how about this? How about we move this plant over here? Or, hey, that's in the background. There's things that they'll notice that I may not pick up or a shooter may not pick up with their with their nose to a viewfinder that because they are a shooter, they'll realize this. Hey, what about this air conditioner? I hear it over here. What about this music I hear? How's that affecting your audio? And you may be so tuned in to what you're doing that you may not pick up on it. So having an extra person on shoot um definitely helps and you want to keep in mind don't i don't want you to think about it as is less money for you or less for you or it's costing you or you're making less the client is paying for it make sure the client eat that cost don't ever feel like i'm it's taken out of my pocket it's not in fact i'm making money off a second shooter or a third shooter you should always make money off of the additional um person that's there to help you should always make profit off of it so if they want to go two three four five people let's do it and still budget for a standby guy depending on what the shoot is um like i said if it's you know if we if we fully man and we got one extra roamer i'm definitely keeping a standby guy if it's a two camera shoot and we got five people i may not keep one yeah but how do you budget so if they choose a three-man shoot how Mm -hmm. can you charge them for a fourth person on standby if they're not you know what i mean if they're not paying for that straight from the from the proposal by making sure that the cost of three men includes the fourth guy within the cost of it yeah you're right that's true you know just like everything you pay for right now includes the 2.9 or 2.2 percent cost that the company pays for using credit cards even if you pay cash you're paying for it It, they're not going it's not a cheaper price for cash than credit it's one price because it's buried into the price so 
you might as well pay for it with your card because they already, you know what I'm saying? They're already taxing you to 2.9 or whatever percentage rate they pay. My price for a client already includes that. Whether they pay check, cash, card, it already includes the markup of what it cost me to, to accept credit. I don't want to eat that. Let the client eat that. When you go to Walmart, you're eating all of the costs for all of that stuff in, in your average daily item. Even if it's a dollar, it's some stuff that you're paying a dollar for that only cost that client two cent, three cent, 20 cent. In our mind, we're thinking they, you know, they bought it for 95 cent and they only making a nickel off of us. Nah, they're making way more than that off you. They're just, you have no way of knowing until you start to understand business and understand that is how you're supposed to operate. Okay. Yeah. Now, one more question is, yeah. so for your, for your cargo van, it could fit two people. So yes. you got you... And perhaps you'll have a, another shooter. Right. So say you have like a five a five crew shoot. How do you coordinate it that you all arrive at the same? Because it, it, it'll look kind of unprofessional of everybody arriving at different times. So how does that, how do you coordinate that? I really, I, I we often have a set time to meet, which is usually early or before the event. Um, but it never looks bad if I walk in at 10 and we're supposed to be there at 11 and people trickle in between 10 and 1030. Okay. Um, you All know, right. it, it never really, I never have a client. As long as we're there before the event, um, it's fine. It's fine. Plus, um, I charge travel, right? And that travel, I like to spread out a portion of it to my staff, right? For gas and things, if we're going over a certain range. Most times I'll add it in the day rate, but a little bit of, uh, you know, working with Ty is if you're not there on time, you're not getting paid travel. So it's kind of an incentive to get people there on time um, because you may have somebody on your staff that's always late. Oh, traffic. Oh, like, come on, man. You know, you live in that area and you got to go against traffic. You know, it's nine o'clock. You know, it's five o'clock. Like, you know, you know, I'm. if you put it on your calendar, your calendar is telling you you need to leave by such and such. I leave 10 minutes before that. So you have people that's just they don't plan for life um, and you need to have a way to incentivize them. I don't want to say or punish, but you need to have a way to incentivize people to be there on time. And that is one of the methods or ways to do it. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Now, last question right here. Yeah, right? Go for so, it. so, you know how you say that each year you should raise your prices, but we're like, like, like something like 3%, something like that. So, like, so hypothetically, say you offer 250 as a day rate, right? Mm-hmm. Do you also raise that 250 year by year? Like if you have the same, because I remember, like I look at some of your videos, it's like it's like the same dude you kind of work with. Yeah. You know, you know that tall dude I'm talking yeah, about? Yeah, I know you're talking about. So do you raise his 250 year by year or is he okay with just a cake taking 250? The day rate? Yeah. Um. Yes and no. So I, I work in a situation where me, I pay people a day rate, even though I don't use them for a whole day. That's why people like working with me. If I got to use you for four hours, I'm going to pay you a day rate. So if I don't make drastic changes to pay, um, people don't usually complain because an average, they walking away with more than they work for. I like to budget it in. And that's just that's just how I like to do business. I like to make sure people straight. I don't, I don't play with people money. Ty don't play with people money, period. Um, however, over time, yeah, that day rate should go up. That day rate should go up. I mean, just like at a job, people get raises and people want more money. Um, it should go up. So that there's nothing wrong with that. Okay. It's up to you to decide how much that go up. It may go up $25. It may go up $15. It's up to you to decide 
you know, with that 250, it may go to 270 or 265 this year. Um, but it's up to you. Now, the profit that you make off of it should go up enough to cover that end zone. Remember, it's not a big deal to you and what you're paying them because you pass not along to the client. The client is paying for it. Sure. And I've, if it go up and I'm and they paying five fifty, I'm paying somebody. Let's say I'm paying somebody two hundred dollars a day, and the client paying five fifty per person. And next year they pay six hundred per person. I can take that two hundred to two twenty five, and still I'm you know we're I'm there's no harm to me. Sure. The client paying for it. They they're they're eating the cost of it, not me. So, you know, you want to make sure that you your profit is the most important part of this thing. So you want to make sure you're you're working at that into your numbers. And it's easy to do if you got a product that is something that you do a lot of. You you create this one this this type of shoot for this niche and you do it over and over again. So you'll know, hey, this should take four hours. I know I should charge X, Y, and Z. I know I should pay X, Y, and Z. And you and you got it all worked out where you know where your numbers are. A lot of people fail because they eyeballing it. They're trying to figure it out. And then they just happy to leave with some money. And then they get home and really do the math and learn that you really just work for eight dollars an hour. That ain't that ain't it, chief. Like you got to you got to look at the big picture um, because and a lot of people don't factor in their time, too. They just look at the dollar amount you leaving. Well, yeah, I made ten thousand dollars. Yeah, but you were editing for three weeks straight. You went out there and shot. You had to go back four times. Like every time you have to, every time, every dollar or minute, I'm gonna say or hour you have to put in this project takes off your your profit, because when you take away the labor cost for yourself, you losing uh you you losing profit. Right. So I want to get in and get out, and and dedicate the least amount of time possible to a job to provide the highest level of quality because my time is very valuable everybody else doing 250 a day my time is quadruple that like my time is five times that per day so that's just the time that's just the cost of having a project manager on scene or on site it's way more expensive than 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 guys just to shoot so um you know that's how you got to think about it Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. Thank you. That's uh, it, man. No appreciate problem. You. No problem. I know I got a few more questions coming up. I appreciate you. Stand by. Stand by. Um, Josh says, uh, I'm still iffy on justifying uh, to a client if they need to pay for a third or fourth shooter. Just, just the way I word it. Okay. Depending on what you're selling, depending on what, you're, what service you're providing, um, there's certain services I provide that we're not going to touch without a four or five man shoot. Period. Like they ain't nothing to talk about. We need five people to shoot this, right? You that that's literally like, you know, you paying for somebody to to pull your engine, and they like, well, in the cost of this, we got to get a cherry picker. I I can't lift your motor out. Like this is just the cost of the tools. So you have to make sure that with certain you you don't have to word it with certain things. If you, I'm not saying you have to word it. You don't have to word it separately. If certain products require a crew of a certain size, and that's why I tell you to productize. Your, your services, make products out of them. So when you lay it out for a client, they see, okay, this requires three cameras. It requires three guys, one guy, uh, three people on cameras. It requires an audio guy and a switcher. That's, that's an, we can't do this without that amount of people. So that's why the price is here. And remember when you itemize items and you lay it out for clients, they can look at it and it makes sense as to why this is, you know, $15,000. Cause in their mind, 
They're thinking you're going to show up with a camera, point it over here, point that one over there, hit record, and you're going to sit back and do nothing. That's literally what they think is going to happen. So you have to make sure that you itemize it so that they understand it and show it to them. That's why behind the scenes footage is perfect for your demo reels. And, and you know, and what, and just like that, we just got extra light. We just lost power. So, um, yeah, that's that. We are on battery backup and just lost power. Pause for a second. I know you're in the middle of something dope, but I wanted to make sure I tell you about a course over at Flash Film Academy that changed the game for me. It literally took my business from attracting mostly low-end clients to consistently landing and closing bigger clients with bigger budgets. It's called the five key steps for creating an effective portfolio that converts. If you're a photographer, videographer, editor, colorist, or graphic designer, it's very simple. This course teaches you how to take what your brand does well and present those things in a way that help the clients understand how your brand can solve their problem. When clients are trying to make a decision on why or even if they should work with you, blasting them with your best video clips set to music won't cut it anymore. It doesn't set you apart, show value, or help buyers in the process of making a decision. This course teaches you how to create a commercial for your brand, providing a first impression that will help 10x your ability to land quality clients. Remember, if you can't effectively tell your story, clients won't hire you to effectively tell their story. Go to fly FlashFilmAcademy.com today to get started. Use promo code POD5, that's P-O-D-5, to save 15% off this course. Uh, I like to say that I'm back, and that's how we're rocking. Um, I don't know if we're back live on the stream, but we're going to check it out in a minute. We're going to just keep chopping it up. Oh, we are back. Okay, let's go. That's what generators are for, ladies and gentlemen. We're running off generated power right now. Um, we're, 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 we're going to keep it, uh, real quick. Cause, uh, we are, we, we are running off generated power. So we're going to just, oh, wait, let me go ahead. And That's, redundancy. That That's redundancy for you. So, uh, we're going to really, uh, wrap this up really quickly because we ain't got a whole lot of power, but, uh, we do have some power here. Um, and we're going to just kind of, let me do this real quick. Hold up. We're going to just kind of. Make sure that you guys uh, have redundancy. We just we couldn't control our uh, Internet access. But uh, this is a great example of redundancy on the day we have a storm and we lose power. But, you know, we got this stuff running. In fact, maybe I should cut off my monitor back there because uh, we got a limited time. We probably got about five minutes. So in the next four minutes, we're going to just chop it up real quick and just kind of make sure I push. Uh, I know we didn't get a chance. Marco, I know. I wanted to make sure I got a chance to get to you because I got to everybody but you. So I wanted to see if you had any questions about it before we go ahead and uh, do it. Yeah, no. Um, can you hear me? Yeah, I hear you loud and clear. Can you hear me? Yes, sir. Okay, cool. Um, yeah, um, redundancy, it's it's super important. Um, like with my cables and stuff, like uh, I have a second camera too. Uh, super important for that. Um um, another, I, I don't have really a question. I just wanted to give a quick comment on here. Um, sure. I took your master course and I also did the five key steps uh, for a successful portfolio. Mm-hmm. And I'm gonna be honest, like it was, it was, it was really in, uh, informational. I got a lot of good information from it. So if thinking about actually taking course or doing the five key steps, I highly recommend it. Um, to be honest, I 
that I maybe had an idea what would be on the five key steps, but man, like it was completely like throat punching left and right. So <laughs> uh, anybody who's thinking about getting it, I highly recommend it. <laughs> I'm, hey, if you get a chance, send me a send me a um, yeah, send me a testimonial, man. I preach. Oh, he dipped out. Okay, uh, <laughs> send me a testimonial. Send me a message on IG. I would love to because it was kind of breaking up during it, just so people can hear it. Um, you know, I, I don't know what happened. It's kind of disconnected, but I would uh, love to get that. Oh, there you go. He he he's going the same thing I'm going yeah, through. Yeah, man, I'm over here in California. I don't know what's happening. Yeah, it could be um, it could be on my end. Yeah, we're good. I was gonna say definitely send me a testimonial. You know, send oh, it. Oh, I see. Yeah, so because it kind of broke up in the middle of it. I don't know what what it was, but oh, yeah. I definitely appreciate that. Right. Definitely appreciate yeah, that. Um, I'll definitely send you one. You said uh, just walking on the on the street or something like that, huh? Yeah, man. I, I, I listen. I like regular cell phone people. Like our community, we want to make sure the lighting is right, the perfect is to be like, and everybody be setting up the lighting, but they be taking like six yeah. weeks to get. It. I'm like, yo, just cell phone is authentic. Is you is real? I just need that. That's it. So definitely, definitely get that to me. But let me say this real quick because uh, we running out of. We're running out of time. Literally, my whole house is dark. The only thing that's yeah. that's covered on the generator is the office because I got servers and all of that. Um, let me say this real quick before we lose everything again. Um, redundancy is extremely important. I want to make sure that you as a business owner, you focus on that and it becomes a serious part of your systems and processes. You need to realize the 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 cons of not having redundancy in your business it is not it's something you don't want to mess around with you don't want to lose your company you don't want to be in court talking to a judge answering really dumb questions about not having a second memory card or, or camera over something that you know a lawsuit that could put you under um, if you go look up a lot of the lawsuits, especially dealing with like wedding photography or videography, a lot of it could have been solved with redundancy, good contracts and redundancy. So those two things are two things I want to make sure, you know, I for some reason, I don't know why. And it irks me like crazy. All these guys out here that's teaching how to go into business as a photographer, how to blah, blah, blah. That's telling you to go buy these cameras should be telling you to buy two cheap cameras instead of that one expensive cameras. Like have redundancy so that you can go in business and have a safety net for your safety net. It's 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 just it's number one It's page one paragraph one of how to go into business. And it's extremely important. And it hit me. Um, because I was having a conversation and I was like, man, they're not pushing redundancies outside of two SD cards. Outside of being mad because the camera only got one SD card slot. So those are things that I want you to practice. I want you to think about um, moving forward. I want you to focus on making sure that you are looking at your business and you may not have had a situation that caused something to go bad, but just think, what if I'm here taking headshots? What if my flash went out? What would I do? What if my um, camera went out? What would I do? I always play this mind game with myself to make sure I'm locking up my gear. And, I, and you can try this game. I'm going to say this before I go. It's called, is it free? 
right? If you go back to your work van and that door unlocked, congratulations. Your equipment is free for whoever want to walk in and get it. If you leave something out that should be put up, congratulations. For that time it was available, it was free. So play that game with yourself. Is it free when you go pull on your door to open your truck? Find out if it's free for the public or not. With that being said, I'm a wrap because uh, everything's about to shut down. And um, I will see you guys next Tuesday. Take advantage of um, take. Make sure you guys take advantage of the Fourth of July um, sale. And I will tell you this before I go. Really, 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 really important. Gold members, y'all gonna know about it first. But I got something big for y'all. I got something big for everybody. But your gold members gonna learn about it first. Something really huge, game changing. Very soon. I'll just leave it at that. So I will see you guys um, next Tuesday. We got a whole lot of content dropping between now and then and all week long. We've been doing a lot to make sure the content is coming so I can focus on other things like making sure module three is where I need it to be and making sure this big thing that I'm working on that some of the gold members know about. If you were on last week, we talked about it a little bit. You'll get to you're going to trust me. We, we got a lot going on. July is going to be a good month for Flash Film Academy and everybody that's involved with it. So I'm about to go uh, play in the dark. This is why it's good to have video lights and all of your batteries charged up just in case you lose power. You can cut on your 1Ks and all of your RGB lights in your house and you can be the only house lit on the block. Trust me, I got all my V-mount batteries charged up at all times. They're ready to go. So I, I, you guys um, have a good weekend. Be safe. Have fun on the 4th of July and I will see you guys in the next video. You've been listening to Content and Cash, a Flash Film Academy podcast. Make sure to subscribe to the YouTube channel and go to our webpage at www.flashfilmacademy.com.